get ready to ride Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky Coming to you from Studio A here at the DNVR bar, where the A stands for... Adios. <laughs> again. Uh, adios again. Yeah, adios again. Wow, adios that's again. a double. What was that, like arbitrary? Arbitrary. Yeah. Arbitration? Oh. We're kind of wow. maybe entering an arbitration period if there was one in the NFL. Wait, can yeah. we just start with Lamar Jackson? Oh, what? I mean, uh, so I feel a little better because I was like, he's going to the Falcons. And then, of course, right before the show ended, <laughs> Hank's like, nope, he's not. But then every team is yeah. like, no, we're not going after him. Do you believe in uh, collusion? Yes. OK. It, it, so many people were calling it the C word online and like afraid to say. Cl- and I was like, why? Are, what? Like, <laughs> what is a so- I, I Same with we, me. And I was like, why yeah. are we associating this? And I was like. Oh, they're just talking about collusion. Are we allowed to say, like, yeah. can I say that on this yeah. podcast? Say it all you okay, want. Okay, yeah, collusion. Collusion, rigged, all of it. It's, <laughs> those are all free. Okay, oh, you God. know what? If you want to say rigged with the NFL, this is more of one that I could buy than the if other type of, to go than the other type of rigging. Where would why why would they stop at any other leg? Because well, I don't think, watch. because this is the NFL. This isn't the NFL itself We're not opening this rigging it. This is this would be teams, GMs, mm. owners rigging. And there's another powerful player at at uh on the field here. Who? Agents. Ah, hell, you could have let off with agents. He doesn't have an agent. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so they would want him to lose lose this deal. The agents would? Yes. Like other agents? The, right. Like yeah. the agent right. coalition. Yeah. So that more so people every, get agents. Yeah, exactly. So oh, everyone says, so everyone right. says, oh, you can't do that. Like, Because right. if I'm Lamar, I'm just saying, why would I need an agent? I'm saying 10 years, five, uh, 500 million, all guaranteed or, or nothing. Like, I don't need an agent to do that <laughs> yeah. for me. Right. And then take 3%. But if he ends up getting screwed. I see. And no other team submits an offer on him. Yeah. Yeah. Then people are going to be like, oh, shit, I definitely need an agent. I don't want to end up in that situation. So then are you saying that whether it's real collusion or not, that everyone, that no one would be on Lamar's side in terms of like... Players. Yeah. Yeah. But players really have nothing to do in this. Except uh, they're speaking out on social media, which I think is good. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. mean, there's... There's no if ands or buts about this. This is one thousand percent collusion. It was so uh, weird. I, don't I think mean, so. at first I felt so stupid saying the Falcons so much yesterday, and then Hank just kills it with that. But then I saw <laughs> every other team come out and say yeah. that they're not going to go for him, and I was like, this is way too fishy. But Henry, you don't think so? There's just so much going on. I mean, the big thing is a guaranteed deal, and I think people say like, oh, they're colluding to not give him one. I think it's more so that nobody wants to give him one because guaranteed deals are just such a bad idea, and there's like a bunch of factors at play. And the whole guaranteed contract thing, I think it kind of gets overblown in some ways. Like, the players want fully guaranteed, but what happens when you do that? Well, it doesn't mean the players get any more money. It just means that it goes to different places than it normally would. You know, Randy Gregory, if he were to have signed a contract last year, but everything is fully guaranteed, he's not getting 
four years, 60 million, whatever it is, he's getting half that because nobody's willing to fully guarantee it. And the rest of that money is going somewhere else. Like those dead caps still add up. The total amount of money going out still adds up. What you're doing is obviously tying yourself to Lamar. Well, yeah. I was just going to say the fully guaranteed means you can't get out of the contract. Exactly. So Ex that's why the players want it. Well, definitely. Except Especially for Lamar. For Lamar, yes. But for 90% of the league, that just means that the amount of your contract is going to go down. Because right. teams aren't going to be willing to commit that much fully guaranteed. You know, they won't commit what they normally commit. Or, like part of the reason you do is because it only works for quarterbacks. I was going to say more, more so. I yeah. think, I think Henry, it's the the years probably get taken off. And look at Kirk Cousins when he got the three year, ninety million dollar yep. fully guaranteed contract. He could have easily got a five year deal. Yep. But and you know what it would have been? It would have been five years, three years fully guaranteed. And instead of of hanging on, he he eliminated those final two years by saying, "No, I just want a fully guaranteed." So you're yep. right. There, there are things that that change there. Uh -huh. But with Lamar, you so here, here's where I think maybe I, I'm in a middle ground with you yep. here is it costs nothing for teams to talk to Lamar and say the Atlanta Falcons, the, the commanders, every other team that doesn't have a quarterback to say, um, OK, we don't want to do a fully guaranteed deal, but you're an MVP. You're really good. Can we find some middle ground? And Lamar can say no. And then that's when the reports come True. out of, okay, this team's now out of the equation. For for mm -hmm. literally the Falcons. That's where they fumbled the bag on the collusion. Seven minutes. Yeah, they were way too obvious. Is it what 17 minutes after Lamar had the franchise tag on him? There's already a report saying they were out. It's like, huh. A and, team with no quarterback determined they're out on Lamar Jackson. And, and, and that's especially a team who has the assets, who could be set up to win their division uh, next mm -hmm. year. And then also, he's from there. He would have every interest in going there. Yes. But then, again, the other piece is, I mean, we talked about it last week. You pay a quarterback a lot of money, you're probably not going to win the Super Bowl. You know, right right now, the, by percentage of cap, Aaron Rodgers is the highest in the NFL with 24.8. Lamar's going to reset the market. That's going to be 25%. Before Mahomes this year, who changed it a little bit, Tom Brady had the largest percentage of the cap to ever win a Super Bowl at 12.6, which is half that. Like, I, I think that if we can all sit here and say paying a quarterback almost always isn't going to work out in your favor, I think a lot of teams also realize that that's just not the route that you want to go down because the results speak for themselves. It's literally never come close to happening. Here's the so, flip. Here's the flip. So what you're saying is only ever draft quarterbacks. I think, yeah, the way the league is set up, that's typically right. I mean, we look, we, we can see who goes to the Super Bowl like, and who wins Super Bowls. On average, it's an 8% cap hit. Medians, no, 8% to go to the Super Bowl, 10% cap hit um, of winning the Super Bowl is average for a quarterback. Like That's just do, do the way the league is structured the, right now. The Ravens have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl in the next five years with Lamar or without Lamar? I would say with the numbers would say without though with in a heartbeat and I think you're leaving something else out of okay. here where, where it is important to look at the Super Bowl the Atlanta Falcons should probably look at winning their division making the playoffs True. having a winning record with where they've been and the Broncos unfortunately have had to kind of reset their standards as well mm -hmm. and unfortunately this conversation doesn't play out well with the Broncos with the contract they're on with Russell Wilson but Lamar Jackson gives them a great chance to make the playoffs and then once you get in there then things you know uh that then anything can happen especially when you have Lamar and, and another thing with Lamar is is he going to play 
16 games in a season and be healthy through the whole season? Or is he going to play five? So I understand like teams being concerned about Lamar's health in this equation, mm-hmm. but just teams already backing out. So uh, Lamar would instantly give them a great chance at a winning record and making the playoffs, True. especially in that division. True. But again, like you just go through 10 largest cap hits for quarterbacks who've gone to a Super Bowl. Peyton with 18, Matt Ryan with 15, Peyton with 14, Brady with 12, Brady with 12, Peyton with 12, Eli with 11. Like but can the you results at, speak for themselves, and the guys who break through outside Matt Ryan are Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Can you look at at playoff percentage? Oh, like, because, definitely. Because I don't think every team should be approaching it by saying, well, we're only going to make this move if it's to win a Super Bowl or not. Because really, there's only a handful of teams every year that are in that Super Bowl mm-hmm. window, and that's when maybe they make those decisions. And obviously, those teams already have quarterbacks. So I just don't think you can look at a quarterback decision on, is this going to give us the best chance of winning a Super Bowl? It's got to be like, is this going to give us a chance to to consistently be making the playoffs? And with Lamar, he's shown that, that he he does. If, if we're talking about one or two-year contracts, I'll be with you. But if you're going to be giving out a seven-year contract and say it would be a major historical anomaly, like we are paying him twice as much as the the record-setting Super Bowl winner like relative to the era, for, for one or two years, yeah, it's a step in the right direction. For seven years, though, I mean, if you're not trying to find a way to win a Super Bowl in the next seven years... What are you doing? Yeah. But else, what 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 also happens with that is, let's say you sign him to that deal, uh-huh. you're either going to build it where at the end of the deal, that deal is going to be a really good deal, where the cap hit may be 10% in seven years at that point, so then that's your window to win, or you're going to mm-hmm. build it where your window's now, where he only has a $10 million cap hit this year, and then it does fit in your system. So in that you're right. You are going to have mm-hmm. a couple of bad years, but you're going to build it where there's either a window at the beginning or a window at the end where it does fit into the system you're talking about. Yeah, Henry. and you you could try it if you want, but I do think that there's a lot of teams who just look at that and say $50 million a year for a quarterback who's missed, what, 11 games over the last two years? I'm just not interested in going down that road. Man, That's and, a lot of money. And, and talking about this is just another bummer that Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson didn't click at the beginning yeah. because the Broncos had Russell Wilson for a $20 million cap hit yep. last year. They have him for a $26 million cap hit this year, something like that. And that's within that 10%. That's in that window. Mm-hmm. And then after this year is when it jumps and history tells you it's going to be very difficult to win then. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. I mean, I would love to see it. A coach who says we're never paying a quarterback and just keeps drafting him in the first round. And keeps succeeding. Just see if it works. The thing is, like, you're probably going to hit on one out of every five if you're lucky. So this would be like, this is essentially the Chargers. They haven't paid Herbert yet, right? Mm -hmm. He's coming up to it. This would be the Chargers saying, all right, we're just going to let you watch. Or or we're going to trade. I guess it would be, we're going to trade you and then draft our next Justin Herbert Mm -hmm. and hope we are more successful in the first four or five years of his deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Even you, you go back and like, yeah, last year it's Matt Stafford who won it. He had 10.9% of the cap, which is kind of crazy to think that like you look at him as a veteran quarterback who's getting paid, and he is, but he's getting paid half of all of these record-setting deals. And the reason is is because he was on the back end yep. of a deal when, exactly. when his number was down. And then what True. happened right after that is when he got the bump. And now my guess this year also and next elbow. year, it, it's, <laughs> it's really, really high. Yeah. What a crazy... You just got to capitalize basi- on I mean, windows. what we're basically saying is that most of the time winning the Super Bowl is just luck. 
Like yeah. you got lucky with a quarterback and you you hit the very small window that yeah. you have. Yeah, everything well, fell right. So one of the big things... Or you get an all-time great. That can kind of be a reason for... Um, Which every, is lucky. Everyone in Broncos country wants the re except for Henry, wants the reason for optimism on the Chiefs coming down and why they won't win Super Bowls moving forward is because now Mahomes' cap hit is going to climb. Now yep. is is Mahomes going to be the unicorn where it doesn't matter how big his cap hit is, he's just that good. But we're also seeing that Orlando Brown is going on the market. Their right tackle is going on the market. Frank Clark, uh, mm-hmm. Frank Clark is going on the market. We thought that this was going to tear the Chiefs down, what, two years ago, I think, after they won their Super Bowl, and it and it didn't really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, maybe Mahomes is just that good, but yep. if you want to look at it numbers-wise, you could say, okay, now we're going to see the Chiefs start to come. Obviously, they're not going to crash, but come back to earth a little bit. And right, last right, year, right. Mahomes set the record 17% of the cap, jumps up to 22% this year. There you go. Just climbs and climbs. What is it? What's the number this year? This year will be 49.293. There we go. Sheesh. We're getting into it now. Yep. That's so much. Um, all right. Oh, one more thing real quick. Yep. I've said this before, but this is why I hate that rookie contracts yep. are so cheap. Like, that's what leads to all this. That's why the paying quarterbacks, keeping a guy around for forever. Like, if if, if the number one overall pick was going to wind up making $25, $30 million a year, there's no question that you're paying Lamar this money. Now, this comes with their own flaws, but that is the only solution to this situation which i think is a really dumb situation to be in just super quick some some news coming down um deandre hopkins was on the pat mcafee show and quote he's been hearing there's a lot of trade talk and then he said on that subject my under or, uh in rapaport i guess said on that subject my understanding is if a trade did happen with deandre hopkins he'd be flexible on the last two years of his deal rather than shoot for the top of the market deal so we've talked about you know you trade Cortland Sutton and try to upgrade that position. I personally wouldn't. Henry would. DeAndre's going to work on a, on a semi-good deal. Maybe that's something you consider. To yeah, me, he's that... going to do it for the Chiefs. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Points to the Chiefs. Ugh, I hate it. Sickening. Sickening. Um, <clears throat> all right. Let's get to our subject sick. here. That was an interesting yeah, little uh, sick. <laughs> NFL. I just had to talk about that because it's so fascinating and the collusion is so clear and obvious um, <laughs> every day we no, start this not. show and we're like okay we're gonna do half of what we're talking about in the first half yeah. of what we talk about in the second it's like no 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 we're gonna talk about something for a long time before no. we actually dive into it in the first but let's dive in uh let's at least get it started here in the first segment uh in terms of on monday we talked about the offensive players the broncos can save money on so let's go on to the defensive side of the ball you want to start with the flashiest let's do it ronald darby his cap hit $12.7 million this year. Dead cap, only $3 million. Broncos could save nearly $10 million in cap space. Is this a no-brainer? Sure is. The only difference, uh, the only wrinkle, Byron Jones is, is uh, out in Miami. Mm. Vic Fangio is the one who brought Ronald Darby here. Maybe you could trade him to Miami. Oh, okay. For what? Something very little because Miami would probably just say like, yeah, or are we can just wait until you cut him and then we'll sign him. So like a seventh. Yeah. yeah and it, the thing is you'd have to restructure that contract first because nobody's paying him $10 million. Fair. I mean, I, I think that's a, that's a good point, but I, I do agree that it probably wouldn't happen. So I agree with you. We had these conversations where yeah. uh, they, they were never going to keep these guys on these deals. But is there a deal that you would... Uh, make to Ronald Darby to keep him around and, and cut that number down. So you would at least have $3 million in dead cap. Would you go up to $5, 6000000 million, cut, cut his cap hit in half, um, but also pay him a little more than the $3 million in order to keep him around? 
I would. I would. What's that number? Um, less than five. So what about five? Four nine nine. <laughs> so <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so wait, on top, like including the including the just total. So, so that would mean he would be taking what those three dead. So he'd be taking a two million dollar contract. Honestly, that's probably where he's at at this point. That, I, that maybe that isn't too crazy. And he might just say no. You know, yeah, but I'm course. going to him with the idea of hey. You're a ta- he's a talented player. Yep. Um, he's probably you know fourth in the room right now. If if you're talking K1 in the slot, I agree. Um, and maybe <sighs> he plays his way, and in, in when he's healthy, he you know wins the job over Demario to be second. Yep. And that's a nice thing to have. It's also nice if anyone goes down to have a, you know a player with his history around. You just simply can't afford to pay him that number uh, as a guy who probably isn't starting for you. Yeah. Yeah, and I would do it for for 5 million as well. That that would be something I'd be willing to work with. Um and then you're still saving almost 8 million dollars in cap space, but the mm-hmm. the big reason Ronald Darby's a good player when healthy, and that's a conversation we yeah. had when the Broncos signed him. And you know what? He's lived up to exactly who he was before he, was he got to the Broncos, yeah. just like Randy Gregory. If you sign an injured player, expect to get an injured player, and it, it's no fault of theirs, but you just have to realize what you're getting in these players. Damari Mathis, or I'm sorry, Ronald Darby has played in exactly uh, half of the games with his in his two years with the Broncos. So expect to get half the games this year. Uh, and if you're going to get that, I'm not willing to pay more than $5 million for that. So if I am uh, going to keep him, Ryan, that, that's my number as well. And you still save eight mil. And I just wouldn't keep him. I, there's better options out there. Again, like it's not like these last two years are the only times that he's had these issues. Yeah. You know, the year before that is contract year. That was the one year he did stay healthy. And outside of that, I mean, he played 11 games a year before that nine before that eight before that, like it's, it's, you just can't count on him to be there. He's good when he is, but why not just spend another two, three million on top of that and go get a, a veteran who, you know, Patrick Peterson is probably going to be at, at five, five to six million dollars. I'd much rather just go get him than have Ronald Darby, who's hurt. Um, Wait, really so quick. I, now that Saquon's off the board yeah. for you, is Patrick Peterson now your next guy? I mean, I think he'd just be sick. And, and he'd come at a value, too. Because, again, like he played the most snaps of his career last year. That's wild. He had the third-best passer rating when targeted of his career last year. Now, like, you let him teach Damari and Pat Sertan how things work. And he's a vet, so you can push him to the side if Damari's ready to play. I wonder how K1 fits in like a man-heavy system. And so having three true just cover corners could be sick. Pat, he's probably right up there. But I do think that I'd probably just go a veteran route and move on and take the full 10 mil. There you go. And and that's the the biggest savings the uh-huh. Broncos could have on de- on defense, on offense. We already talked the, about Graham yeah. saving 11 million. Ronald, you could save nearly 10 million. Between those two guys who are easy decisions, it's 21 mil right there. Yep. And the tough part, though, is that he has the torn ACL. So you can't cut him. So and, you- sorry, really quick. Tomorrow is the final day that teams can... Uh, conduct their physicals to determine where the health stands with them. And maybe that's why yeah. we haven't seen a move made on uh, on Ronald Darby yeah. yet is because they're waiting until that deadline. That's maybe they probably want to push that out as far as possible <sighs> to make sure he's healthy. And and they, I mean, they want to get healthy as quick as possible so that they can make the move because otherwise, like, that, that cap space doesn't free up until right. camp. And that makes it tough 
which I mean, you push things back, you know, you restructure a guy, and so it opens up the cap space early. But who's in charge of determining whether he's healthy enough to be cut? I'm pretty sure it's the team, which is crazy. Yeah, that's insane. And you also couldn't put him in charge. No, to, like go find a third party opinion. It's like you almost need like a third party uh doctor to come in and make make yep. an assessment and i'm not sure like he c- and even that there would just be collusion behind the scenes with the teams to make sure the doctor <laughs> says what they want them to uh but you could uh like you have the injury settlements those are a thing that happens i have no idea what it would cost to to make an injury settlement but if you t- that knocks a million dollars off then that's fine well, it's a really good point, though, Henry, about just maybe that's why it's not going to happen tomorrow, why it's not mm-hmm. going to happen next week, and the Broncos are just going to be tied up to this cap space until they do think he's healthy enough. He he probably has a vested interest, though, in taking the settlement because then he can go yep. and start looking for a new home rather than being dragged all the way into training camp yep. or whatever before he you know goes and hits the market. Depending on what it is. On if it's a good enough injury settlement. But oh. either way, like I said, he has a vested interest in just getting out of the contract and starting anew. Unless it was really bad. Unless he said, I'm not going to be healthy until November. Give me half a year of game checks on a $10 million salary. Yeah. Right. That's five mil right there. So who knows? But likely, yes. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting, and the Broncos might have to take a little gamble on him. And if you want to take a gamble on the Broncos, you can check Ooh. out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code DNVR when you sign up. And the reason to use that code DNVR is because if you place a $5 bet, you're going to instantly get $200 in bonus bets placed in your account, and then you can use that on Sean Payton, Coach of the Year, as Henry's told us yesterday, plus 1,200. Henry, you probably already know. Ryan, guess who's guess who the only coach that has better odds of Coach of the Year for next year are more than Sean Payton? Man, I, I, I don't know if this is a surprising one uh, or not. I know who it was. Oh. Uh, I'm going. So you don't know? You can guess if you don't know. I just assume you would have. I think I saw it is okay. the thing. I don't remember guess what here. I saw. Zach Taylor? Um, oh. No, and not really along those lines. Oh. Not really? Uh, yeah, not really. I was thinking Sean McDermott? No, 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 yeah. no. Dan Campbell. Ah, Dan yeah, Campbell. No. So obviously DraftKings is thinking that people are going to be in their emotions over Dan Campbell this year. And, I mean, if the Lions make the playoffs – isn't that just going to be pretty much enough to give Dan Campbell coach? It's the Lions, and it's a guy that people want. So I understand him being one, but Sean Payton, number two right there, we talked about it. If he just turns Russell Wilson around and the Broncos make the playoffs, that's also going to be hard. Yep. Uh, someone in the comment section said, Vance Joseph. That'd be something. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, this is insane. The last, uh, the worst odds for coach of the year. Andy Reid. Belichick. Andy oh, Reid. That's yeah. crazy. That is insane. Because there's nothing he can do. Yeah, there's nothing he can do. He has to be undefeated. <sighs> right. Would he 16 and 1 do it? No. Who's because coach of the year this year? Was it uh, Sirianni? Oh, no, it was Dayball. It was Dayball. Oh, if oh. Sirianni can't get it for that, there's 16 and 1 doesn't do it for Andy Reid. And Dayball is kind of the reason why Campbell would get it. You take a bad team yeah. to the playoffs, or I guess a t- franchise has been in the dumps for a while to yeah. the playoffs. Wow. Man, Andy Reid, sixteen yeah. and one. You know Mahomes is winning MVP, so they're probably taking. <laughs> what uh, are the odds? Uh, on plus five thousand. Yeah, not good enough. Um, Wonder what the odds are for the Chiefs to go undefeated because it's the only way you get it. Mahomes would have to get yeah. hurt. Right, and then the, they and still then everything go stays the same. Three or something. Yeah, like who's their backup now? 
Henny? They just signed. Yeah. Or was that a long time ago? No, Henny retired, I think. Yeah, that so makes sense. This year. Who is oh, it? After it's, the Super Bowl. It's okay. after his 99-yard drive. After um, his 99th season. Gosh, who who they just signed someone. Anyways, I can't think of it. Mahomes, on the other hand, plus 650. He's a favorite to win MVP. So shows you where DraftKings thinks uh, the value is with the Chiefs, but we don't need to be talking about I can't about wait till Travis Kelsey retires. I don't know if it's I would happen. bet the field against Mahomes for MVP. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, odds would, I mean, would tell you. You got Burrow, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts. I, I would just Jackson. sprinkle all of those guys. Yeah. Wow. If one of them hits, you're getting plus money. What is he at now? Two, two-time two MVP, Mahomes? Yeah, yeah. And so voter fatigue kind of thing? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, fair. And then they're also viewing Yeah, yeah, I agree. So if you want to get in on any of those, you want to bet the field against Mahomes win an MVP, use that promo code DNVR. You get five, you bet $5, get $200 in bonus bets. Uh, terms and restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. And you have a gambling problem called 1-800-522-4700. And go over to FOCO and get yourself some gear. Um, they've got just about everything over there. Oh, we oh yesterday we got some Hawaiian shirts. Yes, we did. Hawaiian Broncos, Broncos shirts. Yes. Yeah, they're uh, you know, I've never owned a Hawaiian shirt. Like Welcome. I don't. I mean, I haven't been to Hawaii since I was like ten, so I don't really like it hasn't come up. You know. I've been thinking about just having like a Tommy Bahama summer. Oh, interesting. What, what does that would mean, you like do? Every day. Just yeah, just buy a bunch of because they're so soft. Oh, they're wow. silky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's only like dressing for Tommy Bahama summer. Yeah. Mm, there's yeah. nothing else. There's nothing like, yeah. And then you walk everywhere or like <laughs> right, you, right, you get right. uh, whatever well, for lunch gotta, every day. You definitely got to get it nice and browned. Wouldn't, yo, you'd have you to. No, yeah. no shoes? Ooh. Yeah. <sighs> flip flops? Yeah. Yeah. Or just seven. or no flip flops. And you just have like the most callous feet ever. I flip my flip-flop life has just like ended because i i feel so self-conscious wearing them on the set on really? camera so like, oh. people have to look at my feet i don't think they want to do that i remember yeah. the last i think it was the last time you wore flip-flops you were like oh i hate them i was like feet are out here you're so like self-conscious i'll show, show. <laughs> oh no well if you want to have a tommy bahama summer maybe you can kick it off with a foco spring yeah you know yeah, you got the nuggets go. and abs yeah, playing yeah. a whole bunch you know, we're going to be at the DMVR bar a lot. They have a whole bunch of nuggets and abs, things that you could wear. I guess you could get the Hawaiian shirts for all your favorite teams. Yep. Like, if you got four favorite teams, that's four Hawaiian shirts. That gets you through the bulk of a week, for which could kind of count for Tommy Bahama Summer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tommy Bahama Summer is a, a mindset, not necessarily a brand loyalty. <laughs> oh, wow, good. Um, well, we are brand loyal to uh, FOCO because they have so much cool stuff, like onesies and socks and bobbleheads and hawaiian shirts multiple hawaiian shirts all sorts of different stuff so definitely go check that out uh it's a colorado company use the code dmvr foco.com for 10 percent off there's a link in our description here as well all right uh real quick i have learned why some people just try to say controversial things uh on twitter to just like stir up the masses over and over and over again um, as, as like a, a media strategy. Okay. Do you know how many views the video that our friend Melvin quote tweeted now has? Oh, of God. ours? Yeah. How many? 100,000. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> the tweet has been viewed 566,000 times. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I would ever want to go down oh, that thank road. God. But I just see why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you get one influence, like, you know, uh, Pat Sertan quote tweeted uh, a video from another did. Uh, outlet last week. I'm sure they're th- because that's how they operate. They're ecstatic. 
Yeah. They're like, wow, this is great. Look at all the views we got. But I'm just like, wow, I at least see where their uh, their mindset is. So Ryan say something very controversial that we'll clip and put on Twitter and tag the person. Whoa. In. Okay. Um, <laughs> and we're going to get rid of the beginning and end, just like the controversy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Very out of context. Uh, all sandwiches should have chips on them. Is that controversial? <laughs> It's just weird. <laughs> it's just weird. I thought you were gonna go down like Joel Embiid or like uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I Travis Kelsey tires Patrick throat. Mahomes is nothing. Or yeah, that yeah. one's too easy. <laughs> all all sandwiches should have chips. But that's gonna go viral. Yeah, that's gonna, <laughs> viral that's, with that that's one. gonna be okay. that's gonna be. You huge. can try again tomorrow. Um, spe- speaking of that video, well, um, yeah, that'd be good. A little crunch well, in it. It feels like it's like you're being edgy when you put chips on your sandwich. Uh huh. Everyone should just be doing that. Why wouldn't you want crunch in your sandwich? I've never had that before. You haven't? No. Oh, man. This is going to be a big day for you. Wow. What chips would you recommend? Salt and vinegar. Oh, those oh. are the best chips. Salt and yeah. vinegar on like some sort of turkey sub. <sighs> oh, man. The vinegar some can be a bit like oh, right. spicy, spicy for me. For no yeah. way. I mean, I don't know if spicy is <laughs> the right word, but it's in. it's like spicy's sister at the very least. Wow! You're so soft. I thought I couldn't handle spice. I guess it's more sour than spice. Yeah, it's delicious. It's uh, it's also I will say it's not why I do it, but being inside the sandwich kind of like absorbs some of that, so it's not so in your face. Right, right. Especially a turkey or something. Yeah. And as Ali Bot says, that was not controversial. I've that is controversial. Don't call me bro. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If it wasn't controversial, if it wasn't controversial, it would be offered at one. Sub restaurant. I mean, one they sandwich sell. chain would say, Do you want chips on that? And everyone would say, Yes. And maybe that makes it uncontroversial, but start a sandwich shop. I kind of want to. Yeah, there we go. Anyone in the comment section, let us know if you think that's actually controversial because I haven't seen one person say that is. Also, like, I don't see Allie putting chips on her sandwich. So how could mm-hmm. she say it's not controversial? That's, maybe if she doesn't like it, it, I guess it doesn't mean it's controversial. Do you, okay, so Kale, do you like it? Shit, we're three out of four. In this room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't tried but it. I, I don't do it often just because I don't think about it. Yeah. If I it's never crossed my mind. Ever have sandwich and chips together? They're going on. I'm like, oh, that's a topping. Man, the, the really? issue about sandwiches, though, is that then you eat it and it's gone. Like, so it's nice to kind of have a side oh. to also be able but to, you, you know, be putting like in your four mouth. Four or five chips to oh, just so like line your it. whole sandwich. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh, it's just one layer. And then you, you got to give it a pat down to crunch them so they kind of spread out yeah, a little yeah, bit. Oh, yeah. really? And then they don't hurt your mouth when you bite into it. Nope. Oh, God. Um, that sounds terrible. No, they don't. You crunch them. I know, them, but so I hadn't they, even been scared of yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, more people just saying, yep, not controversial at all. Huh. Dang. Sorry, Ryan. All right, I'll have to come up with... I'll think of something else controversial. Um, so speaking of, of kind of controversial, so... There's something that's controversial. Of- Henry is good on this podcast. Wow. wow that's that not, is, that's not he's, controversial. Uh, he's not the trash emoji. Also, yeah. I'm not the one who brought up the Chiefs, so comments can shut the hell up. About no, what? don't. Oh, the Comment. Chiefs. No, you, you did bring up the Chiefs because you brought up, you know, if Somebody- Patrick Holmes retires is, or is if... Kelsey retires to a product of my... But right. somebody else brought up the Chiefs first. I was not the first Chiefs <laughs> reference of the it day. It might have been me. I, think I it was. I can bring them up with a clear conscience because everyone knows that I don't love them. I don't... I hate them. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So even if, if it's not controversial, then we've uncovered a fantastic business. 
So it's true. Yeah, you're true. right. You're let's right. get it popping. Someone Maybe hit me up if you want to collab. On. We do have like a bar that we could do that with. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Damn. Yeah. Good idea. There you go. And you could call it the Chippy. I think we could do better. <laughs> it's a starting point, though. Um, okay. The like Chip Kelly. It seems like something Ooh. that you you would... Chip the Buffalo. No. Uh, oh, it's the mascot. Like it's a it's Buffalo a burger. Uh, it seems like something that people <laughs> in London so would confusing. say you have to try. Like, oh, you have to try a chip. Right. Yeah, it's so <laughs> true. <laughs> and you try it and it's just like beans on something. <laughs> beans on chips. Yeah, maybe. There you go. Um, okay. Is this controversial? Should the Broncos cut Josie Jewell to save yes, that's near, controversial. nearly $5 million? I don't <clears> think <throat> anyone wants Josie Jewell off this team. But you look, cap it of 7.1 mil, dead mil of 2.3, and a savings of nearly $5 million. So on the surface, you're like, no, Josie Jewell is a good football player, had his best year as a Bronco in the NFL last year. But $5 million for the inside linebacker position. Yeah. Do you, do you consider? I you see how things play out. I I, I wouldn't go into this offseason and say like, ah, oh, this is a good idea. It's probably not. But if you wind up in a situation where you say like, oh, Tremaine Edmonds actually thinks Denver's pretty cool and say like Eric Kendricks just got cut and he's not coming off the best season of his career, but he's had a really, really great career. Obviously, the the Vikings ties with Sean Payton or George Payton yeah. make a lot of sense. Yeah. So if you look at that and say, well, we can pay either five and five to Josie and Alex, or we can pay 10 and three to Tremaine Edmonds and Eric Kendricks. You still have Jonas Griffith as a backup, depending on what Kendricks does. Like, I, I think there's a world in which it could make sense, but it, it isn't my plan a going into this off season. Ryan. No, can't do it. <clears throat> um, now I agree. If you have another plan, that's just like, okay, we're going to spend a little bit more to get a little bit better player, then sure, you can do it. But I don't think they have that. That's, that's very fair. And Josie Jewell was, was really was, was damn good last year. Yeah. And, and, and to be clear, like I've seen some people throw around the name Devin Bush as like, a, oh, well, you could save money and like go for the higher upside player. No. If you're going to yeah. go for Devin Bush, I'm pairing him with Josie Jewell because then you have the consistent, really good player, and then you have the guy with the mm -hmm. higher upside, but then you're not putting everything on, on Devin Bush's plate. In fact, I think he probably needs some things taken off his plate in order to kind of get that football rehab in uh, in this defense. So I, I would not trade Josie for Devin Bush just he's, straight up. He's replacing Jonas Griffith for me. It, Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Like he's your third guy. Yep. Yeah. And that's why you already have Jonas Griffith and he was he didn't play great when he was healthy. I think there was a, some decent tackle numbers at some point in there. But if he's on the field this year, assuming they run it back with Josie and Alex, he's going to be kind of like a nickel guy or maybe even a dime guy. Like it's a it's a role that gets him on the field maybe 30% of the time unless things go really well for him and you're just playing him to his strengths. And so I think when you have like the the concern with Josie is the coverability. Alex is that's probably the main concern. And with Jonas, you have a guy who like if you need to, you can just sub him in, and he he's he's an upgrade there. Uh, we have Rickard and Jared in the comment section saying restructure with Josie. Why would Josie do that? That's that's the yeah. thing is if it were so easy. Now an important thing there is a difference between a pay cut and a restructure. 
a restructure with Josie with only one year left, you're adding years to his deal if you end up yeah. doing that. Uh, and the Broncos only signed him to a two-year deal last year, so clearly they didn't want to be tied to him for that long. Uh, and then just a straight pay cut, which is probably more of lines of, what, lines of what they're thinking instead of like an extension in order to restructure. Josie just wouldn't take a pay cut. He no. He signed a deal last year that he played better than last year so he's not gonna give the broncos many, that deal how many games did he miss last year um it's a good question three four i thought it was like five but maybe i'm wrong the reason i bring it up is it's a weird situation with josie where it's i think it's back-to-back years now how many Oh, oh it's oh. just a weird situation. He missed, he missed four games last year. Okay, and then four. can you check the year before for me? Uh, four, he only played in two. Okay. So 15. So, yeah. Over the last two years, Josie Jewell's value has been most on display when he's not on the field. And I mean that by saying he is very good, and he is so important to the defense. Yep. Um, and it becomes very clear when he's not out there. But it worries me that now, you know, back-to-back years he's dealt with injury issues yep uh and you it just reminds I, I always go back to this comp for whatever reason but like the nuggets with Nene, like he was just like gonna be the, such a staple Man. of what they were doing every year and then every year he got hurt yeah, yeah. and it was just like oh well now they're screwed and it kind of feels like that with, with josie like any game that he wasn't out there this year i was like yeah they're probably gonna lose this one yeah and if the the, the reason he wouldn't want to take a pay cut is because the Broncos just don't have leverage. Because if the Broncos go and say, well, instead of your, it's like a $4.8 million salary this year, and that's what you would save by cutting him, like, well, uh, we'll, we'll give you 3.8. He'd say, no, just cut yeah. me because I'll go get my $5 million. Because yeah. if he gets, if he were to go get a $5 million contract, that would put him at eighth in the end, or 18th among inside linebackers between Juwan Bet- Bentley and Damian Wilson. Like, he's absolutely getting that money if you cut him. So he'd say, yeah, just. Cut me. I don't mind the idea of or like trade, messing even. with the cap hit by adding a year on the end. True. Yeah. I'd be curious if I'd be curious how much that extra year would cost. Because I don't I don't think it would cost more, but I, I also don't really think it would cost less. Coming off the best year of his career though. Except I, I with think the injuries. Would, yeah, it might but, be more. But last year, um last year he got 11 million dollars over two years and he only played yeah. in two games the year before he just played in 13 yeah. games so he's going to view his value as more than it was when he got that deal mm-hmm. but i think i fall with henry uh you only cut josie jewel if you think that you can really upgrade at that position uh and save five million dollars but no it, 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 unless you unless you know you can do that you don't he's a good enough player and maybe maybe you do ask her maybe what do they call it the passively talk about him oh, and trade yeah, yeah, yeah. talks or something like that <laughs> maybe you do ask because maybe there is a team that says you know quietly what? discussing quietly exploring or something <laughs> yeah. yeah like maybe the panthers maybe I'm, I'm not sure if they had a bad run defense last year but maybe Ajiro evero says hey here's a guy who can run this that's what we think we need to fix it and i don't think you're getting anything crazy for him on that contract but if you could go get a fifth for him and you get to go make whatever other moves, maybe you do consider it. Okay, how about this next one? I think this is very easy, and then we'll get into some more difficult ones. Or maybe not. Kwan Williams. Kwan has a $2.9 million cap hit this year, only $785,000 in dead money. Broncos could save over $2 million by moving on from him. Ryan, you're shaking your head. The value that you would save is not nearly 
equivalent to the value that he brings to the field. Agree. I am absolutely keeping him. K1 is an absolute baller. Uh, there was so much upside and potential when the Broncos signed him, and then he showed that last year, making a, a game-saving interception, having some forced fumbles last year. Uh, he is absolutely my slot corner this year. For, yeah. For $2.9 million? Yeah. Absolutely. And and the concern, I mentioned this earlier, he is more of like your blitzer from the slot. Like he he plays the kind of hybrid position almost, even though he's so small. That's kind of the appeal of him there. And when you're taking him out of the zone coverage and blitzing him less and asking him to play man coverage more, maybe you wonder about him as a scheme fit. And then the other reason you'd you'd question is just because slot corners get paid so little, especially when they're his age at like 31, 32. You know, what I, th- I think he got paid more than Bryce Callahan. You know, and, and Bryce Callahan was another guy who you look at and say, like, oh, he was good. He so good year. there were I don't think he's like a steal of a deal. And I wonder if he's a weird fit again. If if the Panthers, if is Ejiro Evero says, oh, this is a guy who can just be a weapon in this system. I'll give you a seventh for him. I'd be fine. Let him go. But I wouldn't just cut him. I would not trade him for a seventh. I agree. Really? I, okay. I, I, I wouldn't either. So you are keeping him. I'm keeping him. Okay. Yeah, you're keeping him. You're just a little you're yep. more open to moving on. Exactly. Than, like, than oh the Patrick Peterson thing actually does work out. Well, there's two million bucks and maybe a late draft pick. If okay. you could move him. Okay. All right. Two more guys. Mike Purcell, three point eight million dollar debt or uh cap hit. You save almost or only three hundred thousand dollars in dead money, and you would save three and a half million dollars by moving on from him. That seems like a good move. I'm doing it. My concern here, though, is if you let Draymond Jones walk, which it seems like it's going to happen, and you let Mike Purcell walk, you still have DJ Jones. Uh, Deshaun Williams is also hitting the market. I would hope and expect the Broncos would bring him back. But, I mean, that's just – you already have potentially two pieces leaving. Do you want to create another big hole there? But just when it comes down to the player, and Mike's Mike's been hurt uh, since he signed his new deal, three and a half's a lot to save. That's what I was going to say, is you can probably find another space eater to add to the depth. Now, this is assuming you bring back Deshaun, um, and then you just need one more guy in that, like, large role to just, you know, like like I said, be a space eater in the middle. You can find that, I think, for cheaper than three and a half. Yeah, I, I agree, and that's that's one of the value positions in the NFL is that. That's why you can get starters late in the draft there, and you can also get them for cheap. So and I agree. I wouldn't do it. Okay. I Again, there's there's a world in which, you know, Sheldon Rankins played for um, Sean Payton. Even he, I, I still think I keep on with Purcell and have Rankins, I guess, is probably more of like your three-tech and seven-nose tech. Like Dalvin Tomlinson maybe from the Vikings would be a guy you look at. But then you're also probably spending eight, nine, ten million dollars, and you've already done that with DJ Jones. So I just don't think there's a world in which I replace him, especially coming off a season where he was one of your better players. You know, he's providing the run stuffs. He's he, he got surprising a surprising amount of pressures compared to his past. So I just think three and a half million dollars for a veteran defensive lineman. There's there's just no reason to shake that up. Okay. Okay. Unless you really think Innie's going to be good this year but i just think dj jones mike purcell placement exactly sort of any i yeah yeah we'll see what he is yeah he and, might be Audi. oh, oh. And if, but if you want to be any on the games check out our friends over at game time because you'll get in the building instead of being left on the outside and if you check at game time 
The best time to check is right before the game. So maybe even show up to the stadium without a ticket. Check out game time, and then you can get in for the cheapest price. We saw it week in and week out with Broncos games. Prices just continue to drop. And prices for Nuggets and Avs probably aren't going to be dropping as much as Broncos tickets. And obviously, you don't have like a week between games in order to see them drop. But if you want to go to a game, uh, you can just buy tickets an hour or two before the game over at game time, as you can see on YouTube. It is the link in our description right there. You click on that. It's going to take you to all the games that you want to go to, including March Madness. Next week, we are eight days away from March Madness being in Denver. And of course, if you also want to see the Nuggets or Avs, click on the link in our description. It's on YouTube. It's in the podcast side as well. So check out game time. All right, guys, one more to get to here. We've got Jake Martin. Not Jacob Martin. Jake he's, he's Martin. He is rebranded. Yep. It makes him sound like a punter. Oh, uh, no. Uh, yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> Wait, well, he's who's the Jake punter? Obviously, there's Sam Martin. Jake... I think that may, uh, maybe I'm thinking Jake Elliott. That's probably what it was. Oh, uh, okay. But it yeah. does. It is a blend of very puntery names. Oh, I feel like the Patriots had a punter named Jake. Maybe it was Jason. The Snayson. Snayson. <laughs> so with Jake Martin, of course, what did the Broncos give up for him? Wasn't it like a fourth and they got a fifth back or something? So they essentially yep. just moved like one round back in order yep. to acquire him. So it didn't cost a lot. But now Jake Martin's cap hit really opens my eyes. $4.8 million cap hit, $1 million in dead cap, $3.8 million cap savings. Guys, to me, he's not coming back on that price. So Randy Gregory, Baron Browning, Jonathan Cooper. Nick Benito. Nick, he's gone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. When you go through it like that, yeah. I mean, who would Jake Martin would take Jonathan Cooper's place, right, in, in that scenario? Yeah. Because he's not taking Nick but Benito. Jonathan Cooper's making what, like 450K? Right, right. And Jonathan Cooper has flashed just as much as Jake Martin be, being with the Broncos. And he's obviously not going to take Baron Browning's place unless they move him back to inside backer, which they, they can't do. He, he was good enough there. I mean, Randy Gregory's going to be healthy, you know, t touch wood, but um, it just, he doesn't have a space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do. I mean, I. I I wonder if he would actually get some starts if he stayed. I wonder how they... I think it probably depend on what the offenses come out in. Like, if they come out in nickel or in, like, 11 personnel, then it's definitely Baron Browning, Randy Gregory. But if they were starting heavy, I wouldn't be surprised if Jacob Martin's the first on the field on that side. But I, I totally agree. Like, the, the upgrade he provides over Jonathan Cooper is negligible. Maybe it's not even there at this point. Um, and so when you can keep the younger player, that's just what you do. Um, they probably cut him. There's a chance that he is worth a seventh round pick or, or something like that. What it sounds like maybe you'd be open to restructuring or, or <sighs> the thing is, it's a, a pay cut. I it's a say. roster space thing more than anything though. Okay. Like I, I think that even if he was free, you still probably say we want to move on just because there's there's all these other guys because even behind Nick Benito, you know, Aaron Patrick was on the 53 man roster. Like he was a key special teams player. He, he got some reps yeah. when Randy got hurt. Um after after he went down, Jonathan Congo had some nice moments as well. Chris Allen was yep. their highest paid undrafted free agent. He tore his AC or 
I don't know if he had to sit out the whole year, but they did put him on IR the whole year to hold to. on. I, I totally agree. <laughs> so any of those... Oh, the red shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So any of those three, I think you move up. And I'll spoil this part. I dropped that mock offseason yesterday. Yeah. I, I said you cut Jacob Martin, you trade Jonathan Cooper for a seventh, you sign Justin Houston to like that two, four, whatever million dollar deal so that you have some pass rush just in case Baron Browning isn't that guy, just in case Nick Benio doesn't take that step and let things shake out. And that's just a much healthier place that room to be if versus you, where it is now. If you cut Jacob Martin, you save $3.8 million yeah. in cap space. And if you really think you can get Justin Houston for four, you're going from Jake Martin, no offense, to Justin Houston, who was very effective yeah. last year Nine for, for $200,000. Yeah. So I don't think Jacob Martin's back. Jake Martin's back, but yeah, he changed it midseason. He did. And then also, that's, that's tough. also the coaches were still calling him Jacob, and the Broncos had it on their website and were tweeting Jacob when they talked about him. But he made it very clear in the locker room I am Jake Martin. Wow. Jacob yeah. the snake up. <laughs> I wonder if you could get like an early fourth for Benito. Oh. I mean, it'd be tempting, though. You know no, who, do, you know who, you know yes, who does would. not want to do that? George Payton. George Definitely. Payton. Yep. But that's why I think it could happen because now Sean Payton's there. If, if that you... happens, that is Sean Payton really showing his power over George. You didn't draft Nick Benito to be an immediate star. True. But the fact that he wasn't kind of puts you in this decision situation where, like, are you betting on him figuring it out or are you betting on him not? I mean, and right now, number I 11 not. open because that's how he figures <laughs> it out. I bet. Certainly isn't 42. I bet you can't get a fourth for him. I think you could. I don't think it's one of those like top five picks in the fourth. Where you're like, okay, this is worth doing. But that's almost where the value is in the draft, Henry. Ah, Just one so round true. off the top five mm, of so the third. True. The sweet spot, <laughs> yeah. not the value. The okay, sweet the, spot. the sweet spot that may, might even be better. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, George, you better hit those picks out of the park. Should we talk to the people? We should talk to the people. Yes, let's talk to them. Oh, and really quick before we do. Hit us with a thumbs up what if you're watching on YouTube. Hell? We're less than 50 likes right now. I know it breaks my heart, and we wow. have a down vote already. So if you really like appreciate chips that. on a sandwich, you better damn well hit that thumbs up. And so for sure. everyone in the comment, yeah, everyone in the comment section said it wasn't controversial. So, so if they haven't thumbs it up, then they're saying it is controversial. <laughs> Things aren't adding up. Mm -hmm. And then also, if you're tuning in on the i the uh, podcast side subscribe that helps us more than you guys know also hit us with a five-star review in there we're having a race between spotify and apple to see who can get to a thousand first ryan's betting on the underdog in spotify it really helps us out Good value. it's free as well Good value, as the Broncos owners might say. Uh, and uh, also, if you're watching on YouTube, if you subscribe to one of our podcasts, it really helps us as well. So we really appreciate you guys so much. Ryan, you checking those numbers now? Yeah, so Spotify's at 766. That's a that's a boost from yesterday. Uh, yeah, and Apple is at 853. So they've cut the lead to 90. Wow. From, like, hundreds. Again, like, I'm pretty sure it's... 15% of our listeners are from Spotify and like 70, 75 even are from Apple. Yeah, but there's a lot of growth room on Spotify. Yes. It's the new favorite podcast app of listeners. I just don't even like Spotify. I, everything's on Apple for me. I haven't even considered Spotify. Spotify is a fantastic product. But so is Apple. Yeah. So that's why like I have never been tempted to change. But Spotify predated Apple Music. 
Like they were just yeah. iTunes. Right, yeah. right, right. So I've had Spotify since college when you could get a college rate for four ninety nine a month. Oh wow. Mm. And I've just been loyal ever since. Yeah, wow. it's really true. Guys, I have to admit something. I jumped the gun with my last ad read. And if you want to make sure that you don't jump the gun in the bedroom, you check out our friends over at Roman because Roman offers discreet wipes that help you last four times longer in bed. They're here to help. It's the digital health clinic for men addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection, which I know everyone wants. <laughs> and men with low T getting testosterone levels back to normal can help you increase your libido. Roman offers a testosterone test, which includes lab processing. And if it's appropriate for you, treatment for low testosterone, no waiting rooms, no hassle, straightforward digital experience for the comfort of your home. So here's what you need to do. You need to go to ro.co slash dnvr and complete the questionnaire diagnosed by licensed physicians free delivery and discreet packaging so you can get this going have fun or and and check them out at ro.co slash dnvr and you're going to get 20 percent off your entire first order so you want a discount on being able to keep it up ro.co slash dnvr make sure your jake the snake is slithering speaking of keeping it up breckenridge brewery is Mm. keeping it up with the awesome giveaways (laughs) they just won't stop uh we're still giving away those nuggets tickets march 30th against the new orleans pelicans not orleans i hate that word um two tickets courtside row two club lexus access uh parking pass dmvr gear also (laughs) we'll update Somebody changed it from Lexus Club to Club Lexus, which is the correct way to do it. Oh. A, a month and a half into doing this week, which is interesting to me. Um, I've been doing it correctly my own. Of course you the, have. Club yeah. Lexus sounds way cooler, to be honest. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I always wonder if it's like Lexus is in negotiations with Ball Arena for like the naming rights. And it's like, well, we'll give you $2 million if, we let, if it's the Lexus Club. Put the Lexus first. Or if you get to put club first, we want like a hundred grand off. I think they agree that club Lexus sounds cooler, so stick it with it. It does sound sick. It does sound sick. Um, and you can see just how sick it actually is if you win those tickets. Again, that's like premium, all you can eat, all you can drink, courtside row two, parking pass, whole bunch of DMVR gear. And we're giving those tickets away with Breckenridge Brewery. So go to thedmvr.com slash Breck Sweeps. That's thedmvr.com slash Breck Sweeps. Complete the form to enter. You got to be 21 or older. The link is also in the show description, and the winner will be selected one week before the game. There we go. We're getting close to that. We already gave out our abs one, so if you want to get on the nuggets, make sure to check that out. Also, QR code on the screen right there. I love it. All right, let's dive into some questions. We got one, a super chat, I believe. That is super. super. (laughs) <laughs> that was so dumb, too. How did we both make such a dumb joke? I know. For the first time ever after six months of Super Chats. Wow. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's from Edward who says, what up, guys? I was at the training facility Monday and Ooh. got to meet and talk to one of my childhood heroes, Steve Atwater. Yep. A uh, really nice guy. Damn. One of the greatest days of my life. Thanks, guys. That is so cool, Edward. And uh, it really is crazy just how much steve is around i mean he has a job there too but literally i know exactly where where you saw him just in that little entrance 
I go in there occasionally and I've run into them all the time. Yep. Yep. We've said it once. We'll say it a million times. Never meet your heroes unless your hero is Steve. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. He is. He is the most genuine guy. Or Vlatko yeah. Chonchar. <laughs> Turns yes. out Vlatko's pretty cool because he was super cool in studio yesterday. Yes. Yes, he was. Man, and he loved it. Yeah. He had a great time. He's a he's a natural. Next, JJ Redick. Oh, wow. I like it. What is what is JJ's the old man in the three? Old man in the three. I hate that so much. I hate that so it's much. So fitting that Ugh. JJ Reddick would name his podcast after a book. Oh, <laughs> that's so bad. It worked for him. It's he's it's great. I mean, he's awesome. Yeah, he re- he really is. I know is, his cousin grew up with him. Wow. Wow. Is big his time. Last name Reddick? No. Okay. Yeah. Wow. wow. Like, first name two letters. Yeah, he really is. I'm trying to pry. <laughs> yeah. First name is three letters, and it's a girl. And is it one name Allie. or is it three letters? Good guess. Wow, <laughs> wow. that is impressive. What Allie other three letter girl names are there? Stevens, Cat, not Allie Stevens. Ah. Allie Cat. No. Going to oh. 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 Be so sick. <laughs> it's like, whoa! What is, is that name? her name? <laughs> Wow, that would be something. Wow, yeah. that would be such an easy podcast name too. The Alley Cat, <laughs> yeah, Alley Cat Show, Alley Cat Strike, Alley Cat. <laughs> what? Have you ever seen that movie? No, no I didn't get it either. You is haven't it, either. Is it about I know like Kale has? Do the cats like? Is that like a no? Ta- Alley talking Cat, cat Strike type is a thing? Disney Channel original movie, the best genre of movie. Oh, um, uh. that is about bowling. Oh, oh Strike alley. with an Alley. Dang, that's. That's a good yeah. name. Bowling Alley. Yeah, Strike. exactly. I think we were going back to you, animals that could talk. You've never seen, they have the 710 split, and she does the thing where she spins the ball and then pushes it, and it perfectly like spins and... <laughs> no. No. Wow. no, I watch uh, real sports, Ryan. <laughs> you tell... Yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Like, It's basically the second most legendary bowling moment of all time next to who do you think you are? I am. Wow. Is the seven ten split pickup? Yeah, see, was that strike. other one a movie? No, that Who was. Who do you think life. you are? I am. Oh, no, it's yeah, the bowling yeah, guy. guy yes. yeah. <laughs> I was three when that movie came out. I don't feel bad for not seeing it. Yeah, I've never really seen any Disney originals. I still watch many and Disney movies. I've been movies. told that I'm messed up. For that's that. actually. I really do like. Up. Yeah, I do I've like Pirates of the Caribbean and National Treasure, and but that's like my line. I don't like. Those are Disney Zootopia, movies. I guess is. Which is different than Disney Channel original it's movies, true. Yeah. also known as DCOMs. Okay, so I like the D-com. Disney Channel unoriginal movies. Yeah, no. A few years back, uh, Katie Nolan did a bracket on her podcast of the best Disney Channel original movies. It was highly entertaining. Which I oh, listened I to, having heard of watched none of the movies. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I guess that's what we're doing on the podcast this week. I guess I'm here for it. It was multiple weeks. My favorite one was uh, Luck of the Irish. Oh. Go. <coughs> yeah, That's and it came out on my birthday. Wow! <laughs> Huge day. I can tell you speaking everything up. about it huge just because of that up. podcast. Yeah, tomorrow, it but, is. It is. Oh, oh, speaking of huge days, almost one year ago to the minute. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh, it is, isn't it? Whoa! How he gets oh, the Broncos I was H&M. traded for Russell Wilson. Yeah, Henry. I want to know where you were. I was in H and M. I got the two. No, 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 no. I left H and M. I was in the Express store up at the outlets in Thornton. And so, like, the service there, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So I couldn't get anything. I get, like, the du-du-du-du-du when you, like, hit service and everything comes in. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, 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 this is crazy. And so I was, like, a minute behind everybody else, and I freaked out. I went to the Nike store. 
Yeah, bought a celebratory, some celebratory <laughs> Nikes. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, where were you? I was in the CHGO office. Oh, that's um, right. Yes, you were. We were like four days post-launch. Yep. Um, and me and Eric went and jumped up and down in the alleyway. <laughs> and then I smoked a cigar in their yes, studio. Yes, you and did. Every single time I go there now, Everyone's like, remember when you smoked a cigar in the studio because of <laughs> Russell Wilson? And I'm like, yeah, I stand by that. It was good content. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm good content. Also, it was such a celebratory time. Yeah, it was a great time. I mean, the Bron- and, and remember, that was coming off a massive low for Broncos country. Two hours before, an hour and a half before, Aaron yeah, Rodgers made the announcement that he was going back to the Packers, signing that massive extension with them for $50 million. Yep. It was like... Damn. And I remember talking to people in the building, the Broncos building, when the Aaron Rodgers news broke. And uh, one of the the people was just like, not a big deal. I was like, what? This is a huge deal. Like, nope, there's... They they set it perfectly. Didn't they say like keep your eyes peeled or something? Yeah, yeah. Where it wasn't like more big news coming today. So it wasn't like... I was fully aware of something, but I was like, this is just, this is just weird. And then literally I got a text that said three, two, one, and then the Schefter bomb. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to say that night, cause I tweeted out like, Hey, where's the Broncos bar in Chicago? Yeah. If you're in Chicago, come celebrate there. And like 20 people came. Which is and really impressive. We had like a little Russell Wilson slash my birthday celebration. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Drank a whole bunch of Malort, which is delicious. <laughs> and that's controversial, right? That polish. is controversial. That is controversial. Shoe polish. It's so good. Um, and uh, it was a, like, I'll never forget that one. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that one. That was an epic night. That's like one of those. When you think about just like the the growth of the company and like all the yeah. the moments that have kind of paved the way, or at least like you think back on little milestones, like that was one. I was like, man, we literally had a Russell Wilson party in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that wow. is that is the night that it happened too. Yep. wasn't like there was pre setup. Um, and so obviously, when people talk about this and Mason saying he was there at that yep. party, Legendary. um, when when. People find out it's a year anniversary. They're like, man, I was so happy, and look yeah. how low we are now. And it is true. There's no spin that the Broncos are in a much better spot. In a year, though, maybe we are having the conversation of, okay, this is actually an anniversary to celebrate yeah. with. If Sean Payton's able to get him turned around, Ryan, you, you talked about this yesterday, how uh, Russell Wilson isn't completely done. And if anyone was going to turn him around, it is Sean Payton. So they're is no doubt that the Broncos, as Jose says, are lower now than they were last year. There's also a chance that we're celebrating this in a year. What what do they have to do for us to be celebrating this? Yeah. Next year, playoffs. You'd say, like, oh, what a great day that was two years ago when they got Russell Wilson. It'd definitely be higher than it is now. It would be higher than it is now. But to get to the point where we're saying... This is a good day in Broncos history, a good anniversary. I don't think it playoffs is enough. It can't be done enough. in one year other than winning a Super Bowl. But That's if count, yeah. they win this year and make the playoffs and then do you know continue to sustain success, then I think we'll look back and say that was a good day. Although, no one talks about the day they, uh, they got Jake Plummer. Nope. And Jake Plummer had great yeah. success. Wait, who? Jason the Snake. Yeah, there we yeah, go. There we go. I'd um, say if, I would say if they win a playoff game, uh, then we okay. are actually saying – Okay, that one year was a fluke. This was more the Russell. And I should say, win yep. a playoff game, 
primarily because of their offense. It can't be a you know a fantastic defensive performance throughout the entire season. I was gonna say they gotta be in the AFC Championship game. If they're in the AFC Championship game next year, I'll say, wow, what a great day that was two years ago. If they don't make it that far, then maybe you say like, oh yeah, you know, it wasn't that bad. It was all right. But I think for it to be seen as a good thing one year from today, that's what it takes. This reminds me of something that I've been thinking of recently. Um, I am guilty of this too, and I know all of Broncos country has felt this way too. The amount of excitement we had over Russell Wilson and then what happened this season has like scared everyone from being excited about things true. again. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and I was one of those people. But I think now, especially sitting here right now, thinking about how happy I was one year ago today, that was worth it. Being that happy in that moment was oh. worth it. That's so sad, though. Oh, that is so, That's sad. so sad. But what That's I'm like saying a Lions is, fan type thing to right? say. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What I'm saying, though, is that sports are all about the highs. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, you have to suffer through the lows for those highs to feel so great. But what I'm saying is don't let what happened after stop you from having a moment like we had one year ago today, which was fun. Yeah. We were all so happy. We had such a great time. The people in Chicago, we had such an awesome night that night. You shouldn't, you shouldn't stop yourself from being able to get excited over things because it might not pan out the way that you want right, it to. Right, right, so right. I see what you're saying. You have to be emotionally vulnerable to get the full <laughs> sports experience. Like, I am riding this Nuggets high, as oh. high as I possibly can. If they don't win the championship this year, I'm going to be crushed. But I'll look back and say that was worth it for how much fun it was on that ride. And I, I think I think Broncos fans over the past seven years have got a little um, uh, m- mute to to uh, the highs and lows because they're just it's been mostly lows. Mostly lows. Yeah. Um, and that's why the Tim Tebow year was so freaking fun is because there were highs that were so high. <laughs> But for the first three and a half quarters of a game, you're like, this is awful. It, it's a yep. low, low. And you had those highs and lows nearly every single game. Yep. Yeah. I mean, n- not to make it too uh, too deep and maybe sad, but it's what I tell everyone about having a dog. They're just like, yeah. man, like, I can't imagine what that pain would be like to lose a dog. I'm like, it's so worth it for every everything else you get. It's I can't imagine really what picking point. up shit every day would be like. That's what I can't imagine. <laughs> You're the wow. worst. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. you like, are such an unemotional person my, if that's my, what you take <laughs> Ryan's thing and turn it no, into. No, I'm just saying like... Nothing wrong with it, just a little psychopathic. But. Like, how could you get a dog that's going to die? How could you get a dog you got to pick up and shit every day? <laughs> that's that's how you feel about children as well. <laughs> People are like, oh, you got to have kids. It's one of the greatest joys of life. You're like... I can't imagine changing a diaper. <laughs> I mean, could, do you see a Hank, a Hank Jr. around here? That's true. No, we don't. Henry, that's why cats are so amazing. I don't think you they can have a Hank Jr. Yeah, yeah. Because Hank Jr. got canceled. I mean, that can't... I guess root names can be ruined forever. Yes. That is very true. <laughs> now that I think about it. Yeah. No. Oh, wow. No Hank that Jr. Is interesting. For you. Also, when you're talking about how much fun it is just when the Nuggets are winning, literally at 2.30 a.m. Wait, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I I only know one Hank Jr. and I can tell him tell you nothing about him except for his dad was named Hank too. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, like two thirty a.m. I was just like scrolling Twitter and the video of Jokic from last summer and playing uh, playing Giannis with a minute and a half to go. Serbia is up four and he does like the spinning fadeaway. Oh. 
three that just like moonshot yep. straight over Giannis's face. <laughs> yep. And I like saw that and I was like, okay, well now I gotta go w- back and watch like Jokic highlights from six of his best playoff games. <laughs> and that's like that's what you're talking about. It's just like that is so much fun. And eventually, eventually Hank, they'll be back for the Hank Broncos. Williams uh, did get canceled. Okay. He compared President Obama to one of those people that no one uses that name anymore. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? Oh, it's kind of, that's not how he said circle. it. That's how you said it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I thought he used that phrase, and I was like, wow. No, but it the, is weird that came full circle. It did come we full circle. about names that can't be used anymore. <laughs> yeah. You really can't ruin a name. All right. I'm, I'm lost. Yeah, uh, we'll, yeah. We'll catch you up yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, thank um, the oh, Buffs we, are playing in the Pac-12 tournament. Oh, yeah. They time? just started. Right now. Right now. One quick comment on the website from The Count. Apparently, this podcast is such trash that even Chiefs practice squad players listen to it. What a mad, <laughs> mad world we live in. Love the count. Great comment. <laughs> it, is, it is. It is. And thank you for tuning into this trash podcast. Yes. yes thank, thank, you thank you all you for all. that. And uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow on my birthday. Happy Let's go, baby. Birthday tomorrow. Flying cotton